Welcome back Raider Nation. We are locked in on a Tuesday. Feeling good after the Monday night thriller in Las Vegas. The Raiders, they basically go five quarters, man. They give the home crowd five quarters of excitement, man. I mean, I know the first half started out a little shaky, but this Baltimore team, very good football team. They were sending a lot of blitz. Derek Carr, 34 of 56 passes for 453 yards, two touchdowns. That's a new franchise record in week one for Raider quarterbacks. So here we go, the Raiders, they set this thing off 1-0. I mean, it comes off a huge touchdown. You got a wide open Zay Jones, man, who had the free release over the top of the Baltimore defense. You got Derek Carr, he gets the hot read deep, completes the pass, man, and they win this thing, man. Now, a couple plays before that, you had Carl Nassib come up with a big play off the edge knocking the ball loose basically a strip sack for the Raiders defense and Darius Phylon man he jumps on top of it the Raiders get the big turnover so you get the Raiders in all three phases you know clutch plays you got the Daniel Carlson 55 yarder who could have probably booted that thing from 65 yards out I mean that thing was way over the crossbar it looked like it was another six seven yards above the crossbar so Daniel Carlson with the leg in the clutch you got Derek Carr with the clutch two-play 37-yard drive. Uh, two key plays to Brian Edwards. Um, I mean, to set them up to get that 55-yarder. Of course, they had a penalty right before that backed it up a little bit. So much to talk about for this game because it was so exciting, man. I mean, literally, you're on the edge of your seat on a Monday night having a good time with the family. And like I said, we partied good. I wish I was in Vegas, but we partied good last time. It was good times. The Raiders, though, they snap a five-game dominant winning streak from Baltimore Ravens, man. The Baltimore Ravens have been riding a five-game winning streak in week one since 2016. Also, Baltimore rode a five-game winning streak last year to end the season to get in the playoffs. So this Raider football team knocked off a playoff team and they are, this is a confidence builder. This is a confidence builder. That's a good, well-coached team. Baltimore has been very consistent uh, throughout their era. Now, Derek Carr, he adds another fourth quarter comeback to his resume here. He has his 22nd fourth quarter comeback. You know, he now has 25 game-winning drives. And now, as far as those game-winning drives, Derek Carr has three of those against the Ravens. One in 2015, one in 2016, and 2021, that uh, last night, basically. So, uh, Darren Waller, man. Let's talk Darren Waller, man. He was the mismatch for Baltimore's defense. Even though you saw double coverage, triple coverage on Darren Waller, he fought for every pass. Big on big, you know, going against Marlon. Um, you know, there were some passes that, you know, I feel like I could have brought down that were tough, but, you know, you, you just keep showing up, you keep playing, you know, you got to keep, uh, stay in charge of that voice that's in your head, you know, because it could talk you out of things, it can, you know, make you think like, oh man, like this isn't the start that we wanted, like things aren't going well, but it's like, you know, you keep talking to yourself positively and, you know, things start to turn around, you start to make plays and then they start to, you know, worry about you and then the other guys start making plays, so, you know, it all works out. He literally had to fight though for every catch, I mean, 19 targets you know even John Gruden joked around in the press conference like we would have thrown to him 29 times if he had if we had to because Darren Waller is the best player on this offense and you can clearly see that last night he was the difference maker and what a big time to show up on his 29th birthday so shout out to Darren Waller on that so we'll just jump into the stack sheet if you're watching YouTube we got him posted up right here but you know 
The Raiders' rushing game, you would think they would come away with 35 rushing attempts. They go for 21 rushing attempts. That includes a Marcus Mariota 31-yard scramble. You know, they rushed 21 times for 82 yards, averaging 3.9 yards a carry. So the Raiders did a lot to mix it up. I mean, Josh Jacobs, he sneaks in with two touchdowns. I've always said it. When you're in the red zone, get the rock to Josh Jacobs. He's got a nose for the end zone. He has a way of finding his way across the goal line and getting that score that the offense needs. And just from the receiving standpoint here, now Darren Waller, we were just chopping it up about Darren Waller. Ten catches, 105 yards, 10 and a half yards per catch and the big touchdown late and then you have the supporting cast you have you get four grabs from brian edwards you know the two key grabs on the 37 yard uh, uh drive to get the field goal but he comes away with four grabs 81 yards averaging 20 yards a catch and then you have hunter renfro running nice routes getting six grabs for 70 yards Kenyon Drake catching passes out of the backfield zay jones with the big play you know he averaged 23 yards a catch of course he had the big the big 31-yard touchdown. But then you have Henry Ruggs, man. He nearly broke open a touchdown. I mean, the safety took the right angle to cut him off, but Henry Ruggs was nearly gone for a touchdown this one, man. He gets two huge catches for 46 yards, but they were key contributions in the moment when they needed him most. Now, just getting from the defensive side of the standpoint, you see a guy like Max Crosby set the tone for this defense getting after the quarterback showing promise from the defensive line standpoint i know they all did good man you had quentin jefferson who's a difference maker darius phylon who's a difference maker carl nassib a difference maker unique and gawkway man a difference maker these guys were all over the place seeing this defense in full game speed gives promise to us fans man it gives us some insight on what's to come i mean we got some tackling machines there at the linebacker position denzel perriman he comes away with 10 total tackles five solo you see Corey littleton he's he shows up the same in the stat box here 10 total cat tackles five solo Corey littleton did look a little lost Looked like he was out of position a few different times. You see the back of his jersey a lot. We do want to see improvement there, but on the weak side over there, Corey Littleton, we do see some improvement. Yeah, Jonathan Abram now, another guy, 10 total tackles, 5 solo. I've always praised Jonathan Abram in taking the right angles. He did show that in this game. Um, not only that, but he knocked the ball loose, uh, broke up a pass, basically with a nice hit. Uh, you had Nick Kwiatkowski, good to see him in action out there on the field and him getting playing reps out there. Uh, Trayvon Merrick, huge, huge addition to this defense, man. I think he was doing a great job keeping everything in front of him. You didn't see the back of his jersey. You didn't see him getting burned. Um, I know Sammy Watkins had some big, big catches in this game. Uh, but once again, Trayvon Merrick looked like he was his ability as a rookie in his first game on the big stage looked like he was able to keep everything in front of him, just like I'd mentioned. Looked very promising. Um, and like I said, it's only going to get better and better. I can only assume this thing's going to get better and better as the season goes on. Gus Bradley on the sidelines. You could see how proactive he is with this defense. You can see him coaching this defense. You can see the intensity. I saw intensity in Gus Bradley, man, on the sideline, especially late in that game. He was fired up all up, all, all up and down that sideline. I like how there's continuity. You can tell already there is continuity with this coaching staff from the offensive standpoint and to the defensive standpoint 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 because John Gruden had a lot of compliments for Gus Bradley and his staff that's a huge promising sign moving forward so I know we could talk about this win all day I want to I'm gonna keep partying man I had a great time last night it was a great moment let me take the stat sheet down here let me get the ticker up that way you guys subscribe man you know what I'm saying so I'll put this up right here the grimy loop let's put that up the grimy loop so let's put our ticker up too because we got a uh, 
we got next week's game against Pittsburgh. So, but anyway, man, I really had a good time last night. I'm getting fired up for this season. Um, definitely want to jump back in here and do some more live streams. I'm setting all that back up. My schedule's crazy busy, but man, give me your thoughts on this game. How do you feel, man? How are you feeling about Pittsburgh? I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself here. Let me knock on wood real quick, kind of clear up some of that, uh, anything that might jinx that, but I'm feeling good about Pittsburgh in week two on the road. I think this Raider defense can get after Roethlisberger. He did not look good in their opener. I did watch that game, but man, I'm excited for this offense, for the special teams, for the defense. I think the Raiders are putting a lot of things into place. I think depth is key. You know what I mean? Of course, we can't afford injuries, man. We'll, we'll see how things shake out with Gerald McCoy. He was carted off on the field. They say his knee, knee injury, there's no report on it. There was like reports last night they were doing x-rays, but nobody's really said anything uh, about his injury. So I can only assume that maybe he'll be out a few weeks, but hopefully it's not devastating. Hopefully that guy can be on this roster because he's a good veteran to have on this defense. And then you got uh, Denzel Good. You know, he went down early in the first quarter with a knee injury as well. And then Yannick Ngakwe, man, he went down with like, or he they kept him out of the game with like a tight hamstring. Doesn't seem too concerning. So anyway, I'm getting excited. I cannot wait for this team in week two to see what they bring to the table, man. Especially this defense, man. And not only that, is Derek Carr going to air it out in week two? Is this going to be another shootout going late into the fourth quarter or into overtime? You let me know what you think, man. Once again, if you have not yet, subscribe to the channel. Give Raver, Raider Dave a shot here over at Grimecast Media. I'm going to close this one out, and I will catch you guys next time. Peace. A lot of people didn't really see us winning that game, you know, before. So, you know, we hear, we hear everything. So we just continue to work and, and put our head down and show up every day with a purpose. And I think we did that, and, you know, it's a great start, but, you know, we're worried about Pittsburgh now. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, obviously the the fans were going going wild, and you know that's what that's what you play the game for. You know, you do it for the fans. Everybody is so invested in in Raider Nation. You know, everybody on the Raider side of things love it, and you know we don't want to let anybody down. We we do it for the fans. We do it for you know our families, and want to make everybody proud back home. So.